It's the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coach's Corner, fueled by Chick-fil-A and Donut Country on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Steve Martin Construction, the law offices of John Day, and Prentice Also Heating and Air. Welcome back to the Prentice Alsa Heating and Air Coach's Corner. We're going to be joined now by Smyrna football coach Matt Williams. Coach, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, Monty. All right, Coach. Um, uh, tough night for the Bulldogs. Um, you knew going in, um, uh, Franklin, um, uh, maybe a four seed, not your typical four seed. You know, you you face teams in that region. You know what that region's about. And, you know, Donnie Webb, I know you – Talked about him, the good job he does. He's been around a long time. So, uh, I guess going in, you knew this was going to be a difficult matchup. Yeah, we did. It wasn't a typical four seed uh, by any stretch. I mean, their losses came to Ravenwood, Brentwood, and Independence, which obviously all three of those have been really strong this year. And, and JP2, who obviously had a good football team. And the thing about it, watching all those films where they were in all those ball games, the Brentwood game got away from a little bit at the end, but in all those ball games, they were very competitive and uh, had, had opportunities in those ball games to uh, win them. You know, Independence beat them twenty-one-seven, like twenty-to-seven, but it was a close ball game. And uh, just watching their the, the way they had competed against some of those really good teams, I knew what kind of quality football team they had. And, you know, you mix that with we didn't play very well at all last night, and that's a bad combination. So, you know, it wasn't our night. We did a lot of uncharacteristic things, made some uncharacteristic mistakes. And, you know, our worry going in was their obviously their offensive line. It was, you know, well documented how big they are. I mean, they had three kids that are six six or better. And, uh, you know, it seemed like their receivers, tight ends, everybody they had was, was uh, you know, six foot or better. So, uh, we knew it was going to be tough to stop the run, I felt like. But I felt like we did, actually did a decent job of that at times, but uh, got hurt really bad in the passing game. And their quarterback played probably as good as I've seen him play and threw it as good as I've seen him throw it. So that was, uh, you know, that's just what it was. And uh, offensively, we we just couldn't get it our own way last night. And, you know, that you, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs. You know, it's a different aura. It's a different atmosphere. It's a new season. Everybody's excited to be there, uh, and, and you just don't know. It's almost like a season opener in some regards in that you, you don't really know what to expect. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've been there. I guess the disappointing part for me is we've, you know, we've as much history and success as we've had, we've struggled the last four. I guess it's the fourth year we've been, you know, exited in the first round, and uh, that's something we've got to figure out and get remedied. But, you know, I didn't feel like, you know, our kids were fine. We've been in some – good atmosphere i guess as good atmosphere as you could be in right now all this covid stuff but you know playing Cane ridge and laverne in, in games that were you know big ball games that were you know uh you know tight ball games uh you know i felt like our kids were ready for that i wasn't worried about that at all and uh, i don't think that had much to do with it other than we just didn't play very well and we faced a good opponent last night uh just kind of take us back through the game a little bit you know how how it started how things unfolded and how it kind of got away from you I mean, you know, we, we started off, uh, got a three and out, and uh, got the ball, and you know, um, you know, basically got down. I think we were down fourteen six or something like that, and uh, actually had a bad snap on a punt that uh, could have been, you know, catastrophic there. But they roughed the kicker, and uh, we ended up taking advantage of that, and then I was going to score, uh, making it fourteen uh, thirteen. I think it was at the time, and 
Uh, there was also a key moment right before halftime. It was 28-20, and we had the ball. We had, a, you know, we had a couple opportunities last night. We had the ball on our side of the field uh, and just could not capitalize at all. So we went backwards with penalties or mistakes, a bad snap, whatever the case was. We just go backwards. But right before half, 28-20, had an opportunity to uh, keep it there. Actually, I had an opportunity one time to probably make it 27, you know, 28-27 or 28-28, depending on what we decided to do. But uh, didn't do anything with that, and then end up letting them go down and score right before half. So, you know, it's a big difference of 28 20 and 35 20. And uh, that was what I felt like was the, the tipping point. And then we came out in the second half, got the ball, and didn't do anything with it. And, uh, you know, I thought our kids fought uh, all night, but uh, offensively, I really felt like going in, we would be able to run the football. And uh, we weren't able to. Uh, you know, Josh Jones had some good runs, and Jameer Eaton made some plays, uh, and Landon did the best he could. You know, it's hard at quarterback when you're, you're struggling to run the ball. Uh, you know, against their defense, uh, you're not going to just sit back there and just throw it. you got to be able to mix it up. And I felt like the biggest thing offensively was we struggled to run the football. And the biggest thing defensively, um, you know, I felt like I was worried about going in. We wouldn't be able to slow the run game down because they were so big up front and running backs ran hard. But we got hurt too much in the passing game. You know, they had, we had times where we'd have two defensive backs on a receiver and uh, have a 50-50 ball, and they, they won the 50-50 balls last night. That's the only thing you can say. Or we'd have a DB right on top of the receiver, and he'd make a play. So, you know, come down to it when it's like that, it's just not your night. Sometimes you got to tip your hat, and they made more, made more plays than we did last night. And, you know, obviously when you get in games like this, um, you know, the mistakes, penalties, things like that, they're, they're even more uh, – they're even – more magnified because you're because you are playing against a good opponent yeah i mean everything's magnified i told them that i told them that going in you know we always i tell them before a game at the end of the night we'll be able to look at this this and this and you know uh we'll be able to tell we were successful and the things i listed we didn't do a very good job of so you know all that said i'm proud of our kids for what they accomplished you know we, we did some things we hadn't done in a while uh won a region championship and i know it was a a weird year, but to, you know, to finally beat Cane Ridge, uh, you know, that means something. Doesn't matter what what the circumstances were, we hadn't been able to do that for the last few years. And uh, so, this senior group's got a lot to be proud of. This this team as a whole's got a lot to be proud of. You know, there's no shame in uh, getting beat by. You know, we don't ever want to get beat by anybody, but you know, we got beat by a good opponent last night. And if you look at our losses, we lost to good teams this year. We didn't lose to anybody that was a bad team. You know, I, uh, Riverdale and, and JP two and Ravenwood and. And, uh, you know, those guys, you know, Riverdale beat Franklin, too. But that was a dog fight. You know, uh, I think if I remember right, Riverdale had, you know, at the right at the end of the game, had to come back and get a score to, to win that game. So, uh, you know, our kids got a lot to be proud of. They don't have anything to hang their head about. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of this team as a whole. Well, in terms of um, uh, Cane Ridge, everybody's been in the same boat as far as going against against them guys. You guys were finally able to to break the, the ice and uh, knock them out of there. And, um you know, and I know when you – I know this season's had been challenging for a lot of reasons. One, obviously, just the COVID in general. And two, um, losing opponents, scrambling, trying to get games. I mean, it's uh, – I, I guess you got something you can add to your coach's manual now. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. you won't ever have to use it again, though. Yeah, we're, we're all ready for it to be over, obviously. But, you know, I thought our team last night, we've got to be thankful we got to play football. You know, there's, you know, you look at the bracket, the Memphis side, you know, you know they're not sent Whitehaven and White Station, some of those teams in this bracket, Germantown, is weird. And, um, you know, I'm proud of our coaching staff, too. Uh, you know, our coaches did a great job, I think, adapting to all this. And, you know, there's a lot of things we've had to change, you know, 
in the weight room. We're not, we're not, our kids that are at school, we're not letting them lift in the weight room. We make them go outside and spread out and we're doing all activities out there where we can try to mitigate some of the, the exposure. But, uh, you know, the, the things our coaches did in the locker room to make sure we got kids spaced out the best we could. Of course, you know, the thing that's tough in all this is we don't have the facilities that Alabama or Auburn or, I mean, even probably in Oakland or some of those schools have, we, we got what we got. And, uh, you know, our coaches did a good job using what we had to the best of our ability. And so I'm proud of our kids. I'm proud of our coaches. Uh, you know, everything was twice as hard. I mean, and it's that way for everybody. I mean, anybody that's doing anything right now working-wise, it's, it's a little bit harder. So, uh, you know, proud of the kids, proud of the coaches. Uh, you know, I appreciate our administration, the support they've given us all year, Dr. Sutherland. Uh, you know, she's been a good resource to, to help us uh, through all this kind of things because there was a lot of nip and tuck moments. You know, we had kids that we thought might you know, get contact traced or this, that, and the other. And, uh, you know, it was a really good. You know, she does a great job of making sure everything's done the right way and, and the, the uh, sharing our information is, is, is really good. So, uh, proud of everybody involved. And, you know, it, it is, it was a tough year uh, for everybody, but I thought our kids and coaches, uh, did a great job and um as as far as your senior class your thoughts about them how big is that class and and obviously uh there's one that's under your roof <laughs> all all the time as well so i know that had to be a ball to coach him uh during his career yeah it was you know it, it's hard to believe it's over with you know I, th- I think keller started playing football when he was seven or eight years old and um you know, for it to be over, you know, his high school career to be over with, it's hard to believe. Uh, it's been a good ride. It, uh, you know, I remember I told him the other day, I remember taking a picture of his locker when he was, he was an incoming freshman that summer when we were handing out lockers. I still have that picture. Just took a picture of his helmet hanging in his locker with his name on it. And, you know, at that point, it was hard to believe he was actually going to be, you know, in, uh, playing for me. But because uh, he had been a ball boy and had been on the sideline, I've got a picture of him when he was five years old on the sideline of the first scrimmage we had um, when I got the head coaching job at Ravenwood and uh, you know so to see it come all this way uh, around it's, it's hard to believe and you know all those kids there's a lot of kids in that class that I've watched growing up you know Brady Collins Josh Jones Jameer Eaton uh, you know Emerson Combs uh, a lot of those kids you know been over the house a lot of times and you know been a part of our family really uh, my wife used to take uh, my late wife used to take uh, Josh and Emerson and Brady and Keller, and they would all ride to the games with her, you know, and that was sort of the deal And uh, when they were younger, freshmen, I think. And uh, I'm leaving a lot of those senior names out, but we had you didn't have many of them. You only had about 16 seniors, and uh, you know, they're a good group. It's going to be missed, and, you know, your heart sort of bleeds for all the all the seniors across the you know, across the nation, not just ours. And their senior year was affected like it was. But, again, we're, we're lucky to have had football at all. You know, the kids in the spring, this past spring, didn't get to play baseball or anything. And uh, so they've got to feel blessed uh, to have gotten the opportunity they had this year. And I'm proud of the senior group. I won't miss them. I don't think it's hit me yet. Last night I was a little bit numb, to be honest with you. It's hard when you're in a position of being the head coach and you're disappointed about how you played and how you performed and trying to, to deal with all those emotions on top of the other emotions. But, you know, this senior group uh, is going to be missed for sure. A lot of great kids in it. Uh, you know, you never had to worry about any of these kids getting in trouble. Uh, you know, this senior group, I, not one time that I have any calls about them act, not acting right or things of that nature. So very respectful, good-hearted, good group of kids, and I'm going to miss dearly. And, I, and I'm sure you're still going to – you're kind of still in the reflection mode of um, of, 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 of this season. But um, 
as far as your off season, what what does that look like um, now in terms of the pandemic and things like that? I know you said you mentioned uh, you you lift weights outside, <laughs> but if it's if it's winter, I don't know how much you're gonna be yeah, doing I that. I don't know. We'll have to go to the drawing board. It's like everything you need. you normally I would have the really quick answer for you because it'd be what we sort of always done. But you know, the problem right now is like I said. Uh, the week, I think it was the week we were supposed to play Stewart's Creek. We had some rain come in, and I didn't want to practice in the gym because basically if you're under a roof together and somebody tests positive, you're sort of done. And so we're going to have to look at all that. I don't really know. I don't have a great answer for you. I mean, I guess we'll do the best we can, you know, preferably outdoors if weather permits. We don't have, you know, we'll do the best we can do. But uh, we, we, we'll, we'll sit down and as a coaching staff, and I've got a lot of really good coaches that have been around, and I know we'll come up with a good plan for that. And, you know, we got a lot of good kids coming back, you know, or, um, Jeremiah Bailey, kids like that. Aaron Carter was a kid, like, you know, got hurt in practice this week and didn't play last night. That was another thing that is not an excuse, not why we got beat. But, uh, you know, you take your leading rusher and one of your better defensive players out of the mix, that sort of hurts you. And hey, to see him get hurt this week, it was a fluke thing in practice. You never want to get anybody hurt in practice uh, ever. And uh, we've done a great job of that. And it just so happened we had bad luck with that this week. But, um, you know, a lot of good kids coming back, K.J. Lewis, K.J. Whitney, Tekas Menace, uh, B.J. Benthal. Um, you know, uh, I'm late with the kids. Atlanta Miller obviously coming back at quarterback, Jaden Marable. Uh, so we got kids coming back we're excited about. And uh, there's some kids behind them, too, that, that, are, that are good players. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get together and have a good offseason plan. And I know our kids will be excited to get back at it. Uh, you know, I guess technically we've got a three-week off dead period or whatever you want to say before we can do anything with them. So, uh, we'll look at the calendar and see what we need to do. I guess one thing all coaches are hoping for is a spring practice this year. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It was hard for everybody. Everybody was on the same playing field, obviously, uh, with that. But uh, it's this has been a weird year. And, that's you know, again, that's for anybody. If you're a, a football coach, a radio guy, a doctor, a nurse, it don't matter. It's been a really messed up year. But, um, you know, we'll adapt and keep moving forward and we'll make the best of every situation. I know our kids will do a good job. Our coaches will do a good job with it. And, you know, our, our biggest thing this offseason, uh, we've got to find a way to get over the hump. You know, we've got to find a way to, to get in the playoffs like we have every year and make some noise. And that's, uh, you know, I'm not, that's what I'm used to doing. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not happy not doing that. And so uh, we've got to find the answer to that or the formula to that. And I know our kids and coaches work hard towards that goal. Um, Coach, um, although it may be tentative, your region is going to have a, a slightly different uh, uh, look next year with Stewart's Creek evidently coming out and Dixon County coming in. I know Stewart's Creek's a, a big rivalry game for y'all. Do you hope to keep that, or do you wish they were still in your league? I mean, yeah, I wish – I mean, yeah, you know, our, the, the, the brutal honesty is, you know, our, that, our league hasn't been – that great and you know you take Stewart's Creek who was a good program has had a good team last couple of years and you take them out and put you know and I'm not nothing against Dixon County I mean they may be great next year I don't know uh, but yeah I wish they were still in our league uh, and uh, you know I guess it was just proximity I guess they're a little bit closer than Mercerville region I don't know but um, you know we'll, we'll have to go whatever they tell us we're going to do I hate they're out of it we'll, we'll play and we've got you know Coach Caldwell got and I got together the other day we've got they penciled in for week one next year so, um, you know, I've already got a schedule, a tentative schedule put together, you know, hinging on, I think it's the 12th they're going to meet to solidify these regions. So uh, we've got a schedule right now, and 
got games penciled in with uh, Stewart's Creek, Rockville, Riverdale, and, and uh, Hillsboro. So, uh, you know, we're still going to play uh, Stewart's Creek. That's obviously a big community, a game that's good for the community. And that was one of the first things I thought about when they were going to be out of the district. And, I, and same thing, Coach Caldwell, he called me right away. I'm going to make sure we got that done. All righty, Coach. Well, um, appreciate you joining us throughout the year. Uh, I know it was a tough way to end it, but uh, a great accomplishment nonetheless, winning that first uh, region uh, five title there. And, again, uh, thanks for joining us. All right, Monty. Thanks for having me. That's Matt Williams, head football coach at Smyrna High School, joining us today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back.